Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello, everyone. We are time for, we are here for Doctor Who. Yeah, it's not once upon a time for once upon a time. Uh, Yeah. Doctor Uh, Who. Now, um, we're way behind the release schedule of Doctor Who. Well, we were behind on Once Upon a Time, so we were like, let's just focus on one show this time. And so we're way behind, and I don't know that we'll necessarily catch up. Mm, We won't try. I mean, it's probably about over now, isn't it? I don't know, halfway through? Yeah, I don't know. I don't don't even know. I don't think we're going to necessarily try to catch up. I think we're just going to do one episode tonight. And um, I guess just for the audience, right? I think even before I went to Brazil, Natasha and I had watched episode one, Doctor Who. Tim was not here. Okay. Maybe it was Easter. Uh, Yeah, that might have been when it was. Um, So yeah, go give us a summary. Just a a quick summary. And again, this is about a month or so old of impressions. I was not particularly overwhelmed by the first episode. Do Do you remember what it was called? The pilot. The pilot. The pilot. Oh, catchy. Yeah. Yes. Um, it was a Moffat episode, but it was, especially in, con- in comparison with this episode, it was kind of just vanilla. I mean, everything with Capaldi and him, you know, him being a teacher and stuff was cool because Capaldi's great. I like Capaldi a lot. Um, the introduction of the companion was okay. I-, I thought the love story was a little blase. I mean, or unbelievable, even if you go for that sort of thing. Uh-huh. But I didn't think it was particularly believable or anything. They threw the Daleks in kind of randomly. I don't know. It just it was it was just an okay episode. It wasn't a bad episode. It was pretty good. Like oh, let's reintroduce people. Let's introduce a companion. But I was not particularly impressed personally with the first episode. Any thoughts on that, Natasha? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It was like and, and honestly, it takes me. It took me a long time just because my British uh, pro Mackies hard for me to get used to understanding, especially in that first episode. And this episode not as much. I don't know whether. It was a context or something. Okay. Um, but, and then this episode, Smile. Yes. Which was everything, it, it made me smile. Uh, <laughs> made me happy. It, it, it was very strange, like, part of it you felt like you should, there's scenes where you felt like you should be scared, but it was hard not to smile because the, either the situation was just kind of, you know, ridiculous. I know, yeah, the smiling was contagious, even when they're, like, forcing their smile. <laughs> yeah. You feel like you should be smiling at them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, that first scene on the planet was kind of terrifying. Yeah. Um, but as soon as it was the doctor and uh, the companion, Billy. Bill, yeah. Uh, was it Bill or Billy? Bill. Bill. Okay. Yeah. Weird, but whatever. As soon as it was then, it, was, it just got to be, it felt silly and fun. And, yeah. And it's, it's, why I love this episode is because why I like Doctor Who is best. It's just, let's just cram 12 ideas into an episode <laughs> and all of them a little kooky and have fun with it. And this episode, was great for that. It had the emoji language. It had trying to keep them happy. It had the the emotion sensor. It had the you know colonists from Earth trying to be survive. I mean, just it kept changing. Mm-hmm. And it's always fun when you've got a mystery. Like basically, mm-hmm. the doctor shows up. And is like, okay, what's going on? How did this happen? You go down some red, some false trails, some red herrings, mm-hmm. um, until you finally kind of piece together everything that's going on. And that's always enjoyable. <laughs> I mean, and it was. Obviously trying to be funny while being, you know, trying to smile. It's like the skeleton crew, whether he's looking at the skull, you know, it's just... Skeleton <laughs> I don't think I caught that line. <laughs> he's holding the skull like the skeleton crew, this is it. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but it was just, it was just a lot of fun. A lot, you know, they th- and I was sold in companion this time. Mm. Like, 
even in the last film she was too, but they tried to give it a little more gravitas and it was it was interesting, like her, her not have you know, wishing she had met her mom and I, you didn't see that Tim. But in and Doctor basically goes back in time and fakes pictures of her not fakes, but gets pictures of her mom so she mm. could find him. Nice. So it's, it's it's some neat stuff, but this one she just felt very down to earth, very like even more normal person person than we normally get with a companion. You know, she's just like, <laughs> Why are we doing this? And what? And you know, yeah. even more than like Probably the most normal down-to-earth person we had before was Donna. Yeah, but that's, that's true. Yeah, because Amy Pond is crazy. Yeah, Amy Pond's insane. And Rose was just sort of like, let's go do it. Yeah, and this is, yeah I, I like that. It's very, this is much more normal, like, what? Wait, what? And just, and just sort of... I don't, I don't think we've had an examination of the what the police box says and how that relates to the doctor and how he kind of does police the, the mm-hmm. time and space and... That was just very interesting yeah. too. I thought I wondered too. Um, I think it was a neat choice to have a different writer rather than you. You, you might think Moffat would be tempted to do such an important like first companion out kind of episode, um, but I think probably having a different writer, someone who maybe hadn't done that as much, um, able was able to put a, a new spin on it. You know, and what's really interesting about this episode, you don't quite notice, it's basically just the two doctor and companion from. Most of it. Most of the episode. I mean, and the setting was really neat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a very bright... You don't always get bright settings on Doctor Who. You'll get darker <laughs> corridors. But it was very open, very, you know... It, uh, something we hadn't seen much before, I don't think. Rather Apple story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and they just kept having new revelations. And I don't know. It was... I. Just a lot. I always love Doctor Who's with lots of ideas, and and also just kind of a weird vibe to it. And having these robots running around that are smiling and then angry, it's just a really neat vibe. And then I'm always like, how are we going to get out of this thing? Mm-hmm. And the reset is absurdly simple. Yeah, it's like <laughs> as if I was like, uh, well, yeah. duh. <laughs> <laughs> but especially since they're all like, you know, they're all connected, and we've seen that. And kind of an interesting new exploration too of the nanobots idea it reminded me a lot of uh the doctor's dances um mm-hmm. and the whatever well the, whatever the first part of that was the the mummy the i mean the, well, the are you my mummy? Yeah. yeah that that whole two-parter similar idea but you know a new kind of way of exploring it and it's very interesting the the grief as a plague mm. i thought that was a, you know okay so they're killing people they're sad and you're like okay but why and then the fact that you know they're trying to keep them happy and that Something that's very normal and healthy for a human becomes something. The whole idea that alien, the aliens, the robots don't think like humans. Well, it's like computers. Computers are yeah. inherently a little well, dumb. <laughs> before we started recording, we we're talking a little bit. I'm almost. I'm getting through most of the person of interest, and they make that point with Samaritan and the machine. They don't have ethics. They don't make decisions like humans make decisions. Mm. You know, they make decisions based on programming. Programming. Yeah. Um, and this is just another example of that sort of thing. If there's one thread I didn't quite pick up on toward the end is how the doctor mate went to the leap to the conclusion that there are now their own sentient life form, whereas he did a, a reprogramming and he didn't seem to have a problem with like you know doing a, a memory wipe basically, <laughs> yeah. but then he was treating them as if they were their own sentient race. I'm, I wasn't. That's true. Yeah, you could say. Well, does the sentient stay there even when you reboot? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's true. That is a. Uh, in who logic, it's a very small leap. Yeah, it is. It is. It's just, if there was a little quibble, I would say that would be cool. But And just, you know, the doctors try to keep her companion safe and things like, and very interesting, like, well, I'm not supposed to leave Earth. Well, what? And I'll Why? get back there in time. It's like, well, a thing happened, and then I said a certain thing, and then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Which will obviously set up for the season, but 
she's just very like, what are we doing? You know, why are we here? What you know, you have two hearts. What's that all about? And uh-huh. you know, is this like she she complains compares it to some sci-fi film? Because she like science fiction. I think that, references. I, I think that's a great. nice yeah. That's a nice choice for a companion to have be, some sci-fi. Be she. She picked, there was something in the first, I don't, again, it's been at least a month since the first episode, but there was some reference and she's like, are you like that? She's like, he's like, so your first connection is that I'm like, he's like, you know, she watches too much TV, basically, <laughs> um, which was great. Uh-huh. So she's a little, not not dense, but just, you know, like a normal person would be in these situations. <laughs> or like, you're the best tutor ever. <laughs> she's just very honest in her emotions, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, well, this was a good introduction to the season for me, at least. And uh, I might go back and and catch up, maybe, um, see the first one. But we will probably get to the next episode next week. Yep, sounds good. All right, thanks for uh, tuning in to the Weekly Hijack. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. Bye-bye.